Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Matamontamagno. And I am Michael Lawn Daddy Rivat. Oh, are you doing stuff? Just always doing lawn work. Oh, you have a big <laughs> yard, though, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's not huge, but we've got so much rain over the last couple of weeks that every weekend is spent doing yard maintenance type stuff, which is fine. I mean, it's satisfying when it's done, but it's just kind of like, okay, I know Sunday is mowing the lawn and all that jazz. But yeah, that's that's been it. We had a nice couple of days. Yesterday was beautiful, finally. First time in, I don't know, months maybe that we've had even seen the sun. Ever. Uh, today was beautiful. It started <laughs> rainy, but it's nice again. So I'm 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 living life. It's it's been wonderful. It's been just a couple of days of sun. It's been beautiful here, sunny every single day, basically just heaven on earth, just really just coming down. And I I was heading to Target the other day because I wanted to get my Pokemon's on. But talking about lawn, we went to go get into our car and we're walking down the road and the sidewalk, I should say, and there's someone mowing their lawn. But the lawns are so small here that you don't have to have electric or gas. You have the old school. Oh wow! Because it's like a little five by five why would you even put petroleum in that thing you know yeah so it's really crazy to think about in a city like this where you actually have grass you just you know my buddy's like i'll just take scissors just you know yeah. <laughs> so. it's probably like two swipes you're done the lawn is done great day great day yeah uh, it's different also coming from arizona where everybody had rocks instead of any sort of lawn <laughs> that's true that's true well, I will say, uh, you know, just like you headed to Target last week, I decided that I needed to get my Pokemon Pass on. And did you have uh, success? All right. So this is where it went crazy. I got real amped. Oh, boy. Heather and I went out. I said, we got to catch them all. She she actually got excited. She's like, I'm going to find those those Pikachus. I'm going to get them. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to throw my phone at it. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, then I showed her what we were looking for. I said, this is what we're looking for, this placard. We're going to scan the QR codes. She's like, cool, let's do it. She's like, I'm in. I'm all about it. Uh, we want to get in and out of Target. And I said, okay, first thing we're going to do, trading cards. So we get in. It's like, You're, you've arrived. Like, start to scan. It tells you where to go. Yeah. And I thought I was going to need to go to the video game section, toy section, and trading card section. But then I read the mm -hmm. descriptions, and it said toy section, toy section, trading card section. Yeah. Head of the trading card section, nothing. Just nothing there. Oh, no. And there's a hu there's huge. There's so many Pokemon trading cards. So many by the checkout counter, because I know that's where they're always at. And I said, OK, well, maybe they're also somewhere else. Maybe there's like a Pokemon display. So we head back to the video game section. And I know that it's not even on there, but I'm like, I'll just scope it, see anything. Nothing. And Heather's like, this oh for two. This is not good. This is, this is not looking good. It's not <laughs> no bueno. And she was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to find this freaking pikachu she's like what do you she's like what do you get like do you get like a reward i was like i get like a sticker thing she's like eh. i was like yeah, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like i'm losing interest she's like, all right i'll get it anyways <laughs> so we walk we walk over to the toy section it's like a disaster transport just mm -hmm. obliter obliterated just <clears throat> ridiculous but there's a pokemon section there's really not much there nothing no sign no, nothing. And I was like, what the heck? I'm disappointed. I'm going down every aisle. She's like, maybe it's on an end cap. She's like, it's always on an end cap. You can't find something. It's probably on an end cap. End cap. So yep. there's a Pokemon end cap. I, so she's right. She's, she knows where to find them. And this is where all the cool Detective Pikachu stuff was at. It was super rad. But guess what was not there? Oh, no. 
Nothing. No, no QR code. No QR. There's not a freaky QR code in the school door. Where it should have been. That sounds like that's if if it was going to be anywhere, that sounds like that's where it would have been. And I'm just going around with the QR codes. I'm just I'm trying to scan anything. I'm just like I'm swiping up and down nothing. <laughs> and uh, I'm about to give up and I go, OK, well, you know, let's let me check. <laughs> let me check the, the video game section one more time. And plus, we wanted to look at I wanted to look at the the, the game section anyways. So I'm walking by and I'm going this time. If you know a Target store, there's like the game section. There's like smart light bulbs. There's a game section on the back wall of the TVs. OK, and there's usually a kiosk where they'll ring you out the game so you don't walk around the store with them. Uh, and that is facing forward. And then where you would get the TVs are in the back. So we're walking mm-hmm. in that back area and I turn to the gentleman that's helping someone out. And there I see it. Behind the cashier stand, the Pokemon sign, right? One of them. And then I see a printout, which must have been like a a pamphlet for for employees. And it had all three of the QR codes on it. So there I I am. He's helping someone. And I stand there. And Heather's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to ask to scan these QR codes. I'm like, (laughs) I want to get these freaking Pokemons. And uh, so then he was like helping someone. So he's like, oh, someone will be with you in a second. Uh, someone else is buying a TV. So the guy helps this person buy a TV and I'm standing there for like five minutes. He comes over. He's like, how can I help you? I was like, I just want to scan those Pokemon codes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this dude, this dude was super cool. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, let's get it. He's like, here oh. you go. And he's like, did you get a poster? I was like, no. I was like, he's like, here's a Detective Pikachu poster, man. Boom. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. So I got a poster. I got all my badges. I got my unlock code, everything, even though I don't have the game, but I have everything. <laughs> that was my experience. But arguably the best of the three, you don't even have the game to use. <laughs> don't have it. But we did. T- I did take photos of Heather in the store with the stickers on top. It cool. was it was delightful. Uh, and, uh, you know. We did go on a scavenger hunt, but then I thought, what a cool idea to to have a scavenger hunt in a store because I actually genuinely didn't know there were that many Pokemon trading card um, things or that many Pokemon toys. So that was cool. I was into it. So I, I, and I feel the same way. And I, and ultimately like just walk running around the store, it reminded me back like when Pokemon go started and you, everywhere you saw anybody with a phone, you're like, they're playing Pokemon Go. Yep. I know they're playing Pokemon Go. And it's hard to it's hard to express if anybody that wasn't a part of that craze or missed it by some chance, the excitement you felt and the fact that you, you know, because a lot of the times video games are very much like I'm playing a game and now with multiplayer, you can like reach out to people digitally. But this was one of the very first times other than maybe arcades, which most people probably don't that were playing Pokemon Go didn't really deal with where you actually were next to somebody playing a game and you're having real conversations and it was just so exciting it was beautiful out and you're just walking around this kind of sparked that same sort of feeling i mean to a much lesser scale but imagine if you took this and blew it up or added in a pokemon go and got more people out walking around again Mm -hmm. and got more people doing it again i just think it's fun i think it's really genuinely exciting for a game like pokemon it makes a ton of sense that's the whole point of the game is out walking around collecting things 
this is a perfect game yeah. for that. You know, I think about the the uh, like doing the geocaching. What if it was a Pokemon version of geocaching? And now people are hiding Pokemon related things and like doing stuff like that. That would be so exciting. Be cool. So cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'd love to see some more stuff. And we'll talk about it in a little bit because something else is coming up where we may have another chance for Ooh. more. So we'll see. But as we mentioned last week, the Switch was very close to surpassing PS4 in Japan. Well, we got the numbers. We already we already had a feeling this was going to happen, but it's official now that the numbers have come out for April 29th to May 12th. It sold another 83,000 units versus PlayStation, which did 30, and that has pushed its numbers up above PS4's all-time sales in Japan. Switch is now the dominating console amazing amazing that's awesome so yeah it's it's at now eight million one hundred twenty five thousand and some change that's great that's good it's really fun to see and then what's nice about it doing so well in japan is it drives a lot of game publishers and developers to publish things on the switch because honestly why would you even build anything for the ps4 at this point just do it on the switch it's dead. Yeah. Yes, PlayStation's dead. dead. I mean, we, we, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, well, um, you know, there was a few things that happened this week. We'll talk about the Super Mario Maker 2 Nintendo Direct that happened. But I didn't watch it right away. I was like, I can watch this later. I didn't feel like it was something I needed to watch right away. And I got an email from Nintendo uh, later on that said, hey, do you want to save money on games? And I said, I like saving money and I like games, Michael. Yeah, Two things I like, I like to I like do. And in the most Nintendo move for promotions ever, it couldn't be any more Nintendo. Nintendo has revealed the Nintendo Switch game voucher perk for Nintendo Switch online members. This is an exclusive eShop discount. Everything sounds great so far. This sounds yeah. good, right? I mean, nothing is more fun than vouchers. I hear vouchers, I think fun. Now, <laughs> I do think about it. Yeah. Now, what if what if I could tell you that you could save up to twenty dollars, or actually nineteen ninety nine, on two games? I mean, savings. It's savings. Sounds good. Now, what if I told you that the only way to get these vouchers was to be part of the online membership? That sounds like a good perk. Save money. It was twenty dollars. Now you're saving twenty dollars. It's basically free. That's a wash. That's a wash. It's a wash. Or you got Prime. And now you're just saving $20. Now you're just saving $20. Well, now we're talking, buddy. You got me. (laughs) Now, what if I told you that you had to buy a pair of game vouchers ahead of time for $100 and you could only redeem those vouchers for digital versions of select games? And what if I told you that some of those select games were actually like $30 so you wouldn't actually (laughs) save any money on them? How's that sound? Uh, you're losing me. You're okay. losing me. <laughs> All right. Now, let's be honest on this. this. This is this could be an okay deal based on if you're going to buy some of the games. So it is a very weird promotion. You can use this voucher on the new Super Mario Maker 2 game. Uh, you can use it on Zelda. You can use it oddly on 1-2-Switch, ARMS, Bayonetta. A lot of games are $50, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and and there's a bunch of games, basically any Nintendo game, things like that, um, that you can buy this on. So you can buy it and there you go. You can buy as many of them. You can have up to eight active vouchers at one time. So if you want to buy them all, you can do this. Now, this is a great idea. Poor implementation. It's 
it, as you said, it's completely Nintendo making something that could be very simple, a very simple concept, so much more complicated than it needs to be. So the gist of it is you have to buy into the NES or the, the Nintendo Online yeah. first, $20 membership. If you're a family member, obviously you get it for, you know, depending on how many people are bought in, you could get it for less. If you're a Prime member, you get free Switch Online. So maybe it's a it's a great value. Now you're buying it. The weird thing here, and, and I, this is odd to me, why make people pay $99 up front? Where's the benefit? Like, why are you paying up front? My, my thought is there is a benefit to them where maybe people are buying it up front and then never redeeming the vouchers like a gift card it's a gift card yeah so right like they're just like oh you just you bought it there's no and it does say in the disclaimer like there's no returns there's no cash value there's no trading of it like you bought it it is stuck to you you get one year to redeem it and you have to be an active online member when you buy it yeah and when you redeem it so now you're locking people in because that that one year right you bought online to buy this voucher it expires within a year. So maybe you get close. Now you're like, oh boy, I have to get, I have to re-up my membership. Yeah. It's just so complicated. And then the, the, the list of games is fine. They're, they're, you know, first party games, which is, that's cool. Some of them are 60. So in theory, you can save $20 if you buy two yeah. games. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not $20 each game that you're getting off. It's $10 each game. It, it would be good if this was to pre-order some of the new games or something. And yeah. the better idea here, Nintendo, is if you're a Nintendo Switch online member, you get $10 off pre-order. It's simple. That's all it is. You, there's no give voucher. Give me $10 off. I'm done. Yeah. That's all it is. You get $10 off if you buy a game within this window and this window. If you, if all they had to do, you could have kept it still a month, like from now to July 31st. If you buy or are already a Switch member, you get from that date on like $10 off of a list of games. Up to, yeah, up to, up, right? yeah up, to, up to two games for this. And you can pre-order ones that are coming out. And, yeah. Uh, $10, I like $10 off. I mean- I like $10 off. But and they're I mean, getting really money. For them, they're getting money. That's the thing. It's like, it's just so odd to me. You're making yeah. people pay you $100 up front. I think it's a very weird thing. $20 total off of two games is always great. Or I don't know, however many you want based on if you can have up to eight. I mean, somebody could go crazy and buy $1,000 worth of $800 worth of vouchers. Could, I guess, yeah. but, uh, that seems like a lot. But if you have maybe e-cards already, you could put that money towards these vouchers. Mm. If you have things, maybe somebody bought you a gift or a birthday gift is coming up and they buy you like gift cards for the e-shop, you could put that e-shop gift card towards the voucher so the savings can compile, I guess, that way. But you can't. It can't be on sale and then you buy it with a voucher and double up your savings yeah. that way. It literally has to only be where you're getting eShop gift cards for cheaper and then adding it to this. It's it's a weird thing for them to do. I, I don't mind it either. The The better way of doing it would have been, hey, here's here's a bunch of games. You can buy two for $99. I mean, yeah. it's not a terrible idea, right? Saving money. The problem is, is with the list of games is that they included games that are $50. So that's the minimum one that's on there, but all of them are 50 to $60. So why put those games on there? Because you're, they're not going to save any money. Then you're just buying the game. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. that. Or like, why wouldn't you have it so that, okay, maybe it's a $30 game. You still get $10 off. Maybe yeah. it's a $50 game. You still get $10 off. You get $10 off. $10 like That should be the gist. You got yeah. $10 off. Why would it be up to $20? And then maybe somebody buys a game and they get nothing. If you are you listening know, like, and you bought this, we want to know why. Please email us, NintendoDispatch.com. Well, I'm guessing one of the reasons is our next story, okay. actually, because during the direct, as you mentioned, Super Mario Maker 2 was announced. It's going to be coming out very, very soon, actually. It comes out, I think, next month. I'm already seeing pre-purchase for it. This came out with a whole bunch of new updates. At first, I watched the direct. I never played Super Mario Maker. I, I what It just wasn't. It's not that interesting to mm-hmm. me. Watching this direct... There is some stuff where I was kind of like, oh, okay, I can consider this now. The main thing is story mode. So now this actually has story mode in it, which I think is great. It's going to have a whole bunch of levels. The whole idea of story mode is you're trying to rebuild the Mushroom Kingdom by collecting coins throughout the game. So you have to do all the different levels. I think there's like 100, 150 different levels that you have to work through, which is, that's awesome. Those are Nintendo made mario levels so it's a a legit another mario game um you also if you are into the building and the game mechanics this time has slopes which was a huge thing people apparently really want slopes um it has on off switches which i guess that could be a cool mechanic that could add a lot Mm -hmm. of complexity uh it has the sun you know that hated you and just kind of follows you around yeah it has seesaws which are like kind of crazy you could do some i could see these all working into some pretty crazy levels you have swinging like claw things you know like the claw game where you put a quarter and you pick stuff up they're kind of like that where they catch mario and then he can fling off to the different part of the level. They have dry bone shells where you get to sit in a dry bone shell and you can like float on lava or you like apparently can basically for a couple seconds go invincible and you just like crumple down into bones and then nobody can hurt so you cool. like you're hiding. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was cool. It has cars. It has a car at least, which is crazy and weird. I don't know even know where the car comes from. Like that's weird, but that's cool. Um, there's auto scrolling level. So you could be auto scrolling and have your car doing its crazy stuff. Uh, you can swap the different themes. Uh, you can change like the water for lava. You can have different wind conditions now. So maybe you got through the level. You did a good job, but you didn't win because you didn't collect 50 coins or whatever my wind condition oh, is. Oh, wind condition. Um, yeah, yeah. Wind, yep, wind condition. Uh, and then on top of that, so all of that was sort of more of a classic Mario look. Now they have Super Mario 3D World Mode built into it, which it just – the level of polish when I saw that mode, it was like wow. night and day. Wow. It looks so good. It just looks beautiful. Um, that was announced as well. That has like glass tubes in it, which are pulled from the games. It has the cat suit. And these are only in the 3D version though. So they don't, you can't build levels and have these mechanics. It's only for 3D. You can switch it from night and day. There's also four player multiplayer yeah. where you can do cooperative or competitive. And here's where it gets a little difficult, though. So Super Mario 3D World allows for four-player co-op slash competitive. The rest of the game supports co-op building, mm. but it's only for two. Got it. So Got it. I, 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 the one couple of the articles I was reading, a couple of the breakdowns were kind of saying like, oh, yeah, you can do co-op building and up to co-op play for four, but it wasn't telling you 
oh no, no, you can only do that with some of the levels and not all the levels. Mm-hmm. So it it looks interesting. I'm still, I just don't know if this game really is for me. Yeah. I just don't know if I care. And, and that's coming from somebody that loves like Minecraft and games like that. I, I just don't, I'm not interested in this. I don't know why. It just the story mode could do do it for me, but I don't know if I care. The story mode, I think, is awesome because I don't like to build levels. I don't have time to build levels. I would love to. Yeah. I'm not great at that that part of it, though. So I was blown away. I was watching this direct and I was like, it's like, and this feature and this feature. I'm like, and 3D. I was like, oh, man, the sun and this moon thing. And I was like, holy crap, yeah. this is bananas. And like, you could turn the water into lava and the lava into water and the wind. And like, yeah. there's all these the wind conditions are cool because it can be like collect so many coins or do this or do it within so much time. And uh, I was blown away. I was like, wow, if you like Super Mario Maker, you're going to love this game. Yeah. The story mode at least gives you an incentive to play it. It gives you an eye incentive. incentive to play. And you can share your levels and you can download new levels just like in the original. I'm pretty sure you could do it in the original. And that's huge. I think that is ginormous. Uh, I like that there's so many different modes in it. It comes out on the 28th and it comes in two versions. So it comes in a normal version, $59.99. And then it comes out with a deluxe edition, which is the game, plus a year-long Nintendo Switch Online subscription, which makes sense because you want to share the levels and download levels for $69.99. So it's 50% off the online subscription, uh, which is a good deal. And then if you already have Nintendo Switch Online, it just stacks. Yeah. So if you're going to buy this, buy that, and then you get a whole other year for 10 bucks. So uh, very cool in general. Again, the... If you love this game, you're going to love this sequel. That's what I got out of it. Yeah. Now, remember last week, Michael, when we said there's going to be a new Pokemon mobile game on the way? I do. I do remember that. What if I told you that there is already a new Pokemon game for mobile? I don't believe it's, it. It's available. I don't believe it. I don't believe it's in Australia. Do you live in Australia? Tell me more. You get it if you're in Australia. Uh, oh. Yeah. So literally the podcast came out and there was the long rumored brand new DNA, you know, the public, the developer Pokemon game. They just announced that they're going to do one. They're like, it's going to be this fall. And then a new Pokemon game comes out. And on Pokemon.com, there's a new Pokemon game. Pokemon Rumble Rush arrives soon uh, on mobile. Weird, Weird announcement, but I believe it's because they were already starting to roll out the game or it leaked out and then they had to do it. So Pokemon Rumble has been out for a while. Uh, on, on previous consoles, type of rumble type of game. You create these little things and they go to town fast place, kind of fast paced kind of um, the rumble that I played, you kind of collected these little tiny little Pokemon. You did it with amiibos and then you kind of let them go or whatever, from what I remember mm-hmm. into an arena. But this game was originally called Pokeland uh, and this was announced in 2017 and it was supposed to be the continuation of the Pokemon Rumble series. And I believe I picked that up on the Wii U, I want to say, or something at the time. Uh, it's free to play. It's available right now today on Android in Australia. And people have already been playing it. Uh, it's not available here. I just checked and I still can't get it, I'm pretty sure. So who knows when it's coming out. But it's a fast-paced game on the go. Uh, it says you can control it with one hand. Um, you control your Pokemon uh, to you know at, at each stage. Um, you, you, when you see an enemy Pokemon, you attack it by just tapping on the screen. So kind of in that one motion, the islands and, 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 uh, see that you're exploring on your adventure changes every two weeks. So it's always something new. You can of course upgrade your Pokemon, make them stronger, um, do all the crazy leveling up and all the things that you would want to do. 
and um, it's available on most Android devices. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be eventually. on iOS too. It eventually, yeah. If you yeah live, it's weird. In the, <laughs> even on the release, it's like it's available now in Australia and other regions, and this is okay. It's it's usually yeah. a testing it. testing, and it is a free to start, which means it'll be in app purchases. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically. I didn't really watch too much on it because I can't get it, so I don't really. I know Care, we, I it kind of like came out. There was a big buzz about it for about two hours. And then everybody was like, oh, I can't play it yet. Yeah. Cool. So then it kind of falls flat. I will say, though, that this one is developed by Umbrella. Mm. Umbrella. But and it's not related to the one we mentioned last yeah. week. So like you said, we, here's one that we just got heard about. And then all of a sudden, boom, another one blows up. But apparently it's been in the chamber for a while because Pokemon Go came out and it it would have just been lost. And I think that's ultimately what ended up happening. They just sat on it. Uh, I have heard some people that have played it are kind of, uh, just sort of like, okay, that exists. You know, they don't feel it's a very stripped down mobile game. Like you have no control over the like direction of the Pokemon running. Like you're, it's very much idle gameplay. You're just kind of doing some stuff and basic mobile game stuff. So there's no complexity. There's no gonna, there's not gonna be any real depth here, but like all Pokemon games, I'm excited to check it out. At least when it comes out, when we finally do get it. Why not? You know, and it makes me more excited for hearing more about the next one that's coming out. But yep. I guess we'll have time. Yeah, I, I like I said, I played the other ones in the past, the Rumble. Uh, and, you know, you can watch some videos online, you know, of IGN and stuff they've gone through. And they've they've done all the things or like play play the game for a while. Yeah, it's just sort of cutesy and you kind of control these and you tap on the screen and they attack. You're not executing yeah. moves necessarily. You're. You're in these battles. They have these weird bodies and it's exactly the same as the old rumble games. And you're just kind of attacking, you know, and, and you can see yeah, I think you only get one Pokemon attack. So you're not leveling up your attack either. You're just whatever Pokemon that decides to follow you has an attack. Yeah. And I think that's your, that's your strategy, right? I think you collect them and then you decide which one you want to use mm-hmm. based on their attack. Yep. That's the gist I got yep. until we play it. You know, we don't know anymore. Yeah. So another game that we mentioned a couple weeks back was My Time at Fortune. Now, this was something I was super excited for, uh, bought it, you know, pre, pre-purchased it, actually, played it. And while it is playable on the Switch, it's it, there's a lot of bugs. But for me, the most painful, the biggest, the most problematic was the load mm. times and just some of the hesitation. So you'd be chopping a tree and it would stutter and kind of just like, like freeze and then all of a sudden it would kind of catch back up there was a lot of weird things like that there would be if you're switching through your menu it would have hesitation in between the menu switches just a basic there there shouldn't be hesitation between changing the menu right so we did announce that a couple weeks ago the developers from my time at porsche said look we understand these problems we're pushing out an update very soon and actually for the consoles Switch got the update before Xbox and PlayStation. It still hasn't been released. Uh, The update did, or at least is attempting to address the infinite loading issue that people were getting, which I had not seems bad. Um, That seems bad. That seems bad. That seems like a very boring game. Uh, I like Uh, like where this game is going. Uh, Seems to be. Yeah, I like the story's a little lacking, but I like what I'm seeing here. Um, It does add new story content. So it does bring up Uh, the console versions to PC versions, story-wise. All all the content is now the same. 
Uh, you do get more in-game features, including like birthdays, family. So if you played Stardew Valley, you'll know all this kind of stuff, clothing, character customization, all that kind of crap. You get, uh, they're going to fix some bugs and then they are trying to improve the initial loading time. Their development team says, our team are currently looking into incrementally improving console loading times further, as well as addressing the input lag which affects in-game menus and actions and the startering all of things which i've experienced and commented on uh we'll have more information soon B- it's bs cool. bunch of bs yeah it's this BS. is i so, cannot I, before you even comment i cannot believe that they would i mean to have this game come out and not even have the exact same story or it's not even the same game at that point now regardless of the loading issues I can live through that, right? Now, regardless, you are selling a game. And now they're they're different. It's not like there's a deluxe version on the PC. It is just the game. To say that you are buying the game and it has not the same content, not the same story, that is bananas. It is crazy Inappropriate. to me. Yeah, and this is something they did get the update. So when the game came out on, on Steam, they had the game come out whatever they got an update they got more content they got more stuff in that update you released to consoles months and months later why are we waiting for that content to bring us up to where it is now why didn't you just release it all as one game like oh you know what yeah they did get content in an update it's already out we already have the content we're not going to make you wait to get content update so that aside which is ridiculous these are um the fixes are better. I will say that. I will say that the game is uh, I would a playable now, which that's, that's a plus. That's Before good. I would say it was almost unbearable. It was it you could still play it, but it was how much are you willing to like allow these things to bother you? And in my opinion, buying a game that's not in a beta, that's not a like a pre-release, that's not, you know, advertised in some way as being like kind of buggy. I have a tough time wanting to support this. I mean, I did the same thing when I bought Sea of Thieves and it came out and and, and granted it's it's a million times better now. I haven't gone back for that reason. Same thing with, you know, a bunch of other games. I mean, um, Destiny was a big one that fell flat. They weren't ready and this felt the same way. And now it is playable. Now the load times are, are, are better. Um, you still have to wait a, a solid a time to three and a half minutes at the loading screen for it to even go to the start button. Um, And then you leave your house and it's a solid minute to leave your house, to leave your house. The game loaded for five minutes. You walk around a house, it's empty. There's nothing to do. You're in a room, you go to leave. It's another minute of load time. What was it loading for the first five minutes (laughs) Uh. then? Like, what were you loading? So I don't understand what they're doing over there. I don't understand where these uh, problems are coming from. Have you never made a game before? I don't. I just don't understand what they're doing. And like, did you not test this with anybody uh, to see if it was? I, I just you're doing more damage than good because people are frustrated and they want to love it. So yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it is better. It is playable, and I have played it off and on. But there's times where I just want to go quick, and I'm clicking through menus, and it'll still uh, like. That's that's in a, that, that's that's crazy to me. It's crazy that I mean, they would do that. And I, you know, we play Fortnite, and the, the low times in Fortnite are pretty long on the Switch. But 
Especially the especially initial, initial one. one. Especially but it's not five, four minutes. And in between games, it's not a minute. You know what I mean? Uh, and then after you get the game going, there's no more load times during the entire game. Imagine if you're playing Fortnite and you get to tilt to twist till twisted towers like, oh, I'm loading. Yeah. Gotta load it. yeah, I gotta load this. Or imagine you try to switch your gun and it's like <laughs> click. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? That's how it is in this game. You're uh, trying to just click through menus. Oh, I want to see what's in my inventory. Oh man. Click. That's rough. So it's it's a little frustrating. Well, yeah. on the brighter side of the rumor mill, let's switch topics and get off of this Portia action. Uh, I went to go see Detective Pikachu. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah, we did. We we saw this. We t- took it all in. It is beautiful. It's wonderful, and I, I we don't we can't get spoilers. So for me, the main most exciting thing about the game or the movie was the cameos, mm. the little things, the little stuff yeah. in the background. Seeing the stuff in the background, the story was cute. Everything about it was cute. The stuff in the background, and oh, that's that one, and that's that. That's I told best, you. I told you. Fun. I was watching, and I kept going to Heather, and I go, "There's that thing. There's that. There's that. There's that. Yeah. There's Radic. Right there. There's that. There's Manky. Like, there's that. Such she's like, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Just watch the movie, James. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I don't know how they're doing this story. <laughs> I don't know how this is yeah. happening. So I I don't get yeah, it. It's it's a it's it's ridiculous. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, apparently, yeah, there's going to be a sequel to Detective Pikachu. It's in development. Already in the early. Yeah, it's already happening. This, uh, I, I get Well, we talked last week. Remember, you said, do you think there'll be a sequel? Do you think they'll do something? I said, no, they can't. It's it's impossible. Yeah. They're, and uh, they're proving us wrong. And they're proving us wrong. So they're doing it. So uh, <laughs> according to comicbook.com, they're, they're reporting that sequel is already in the early stages of development. So not like filming or stuff, but in, in you know, creating the script. Uh, multiple individuals in the original production have confirmed confirmed that Legendary Entertainment they're moving forward. Hey, it broke box office six, a fifty eight million in the U S. two hundred million worldwide. It's doing well. Yeah. Uh, now, Hollywood Reporter is reporting that uh, Oren uh, Uziel was hired to write a script for the sequel. So they're not, I guess, getting yeah. the original one. He previously worked on Twenty Two Jump Street. I enjoyed that movie. Clover Cloverfield Paradox. That movie was okay. Uh, is also responsible for the live action CGI adaption of Sonic the Hedgehog. Duh. Get right. scared. I'm a little scared. scared right. So besides that, whatever. Maybe that's not his fault. But uh, we haven't seen the story yet. He wrote the story. He didn't do the CGI. Um, but the story also looks a little crappy <laughs> for the trailer. Uh, meow. meow. I don't know. I I don't know why you wouldn't get the original team for this. Like the first one was yep. a hit. Just do it. Get the original team, Rinse and repeat. Duh. I, nah. I don't know. I, I'm a little now, scared. Here's one thing that they're rumoring on the rumor that has me excited. And we talked last week. You said, do you think they'll do something outside of De- Detective Pikachu? I said, no way. Impossible. Not going to happen. Happening. There's no sequel. And there's never going to be another never movie. There's never another Pokemon <laughs> ever. Well, I was wrong. Apparently, there's rumors <laughs> that they're going to expand the Pokemon universe with additional films, including one live action CGI based on the original Game Boy video games. Ash Ketchum himself. We're going to see Ash Ketchum. I was thinking, I, I read this on, maybe it was a Reddit post. Somebody had the idea of D- Detective Pikachu. How do you expand on this, right? How do you have like the, the how do you do it? They were saying that the kid from the movie meets up with an old Ash and Pikachu. Ah. That's where the talking Pikachu comes back into play. Um, and then it's him like there. Ash never gets his championship or wow. whatever. And they're trying to like work together to raise this kid because of protege. 
and they're going to work together. They can, all they got to so, do is introduce some sort of time travel, and then it's essentially Avengers, and then you're good to go. Yeah, this is going to be, you're going to have Endgame. There's going to be an Endgame Pikachu. This is the the Pikachu universe. <laughs> Detective right Pikachu here. Endgame. All right. Yeah. Well, that's super duper exciting. I said it would never happen, but it's totally happening. But uh, some other things are happening, and I am really excited to talk about it because it is time for Michael's Fortnite Loot Llama Supply Drop Update. Wow, 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 wow. So we've got a new update for every week. We've got new content happening. Great season. Great season. It's great. It's hitting out of the park. Uh, This one, this week we have the John Wick in-game event. Now I will have to admit, I have not seen the movies. I I don't know John Wick. I know. Oh my gosh. Every time people are like, these are the most, they're so fun. They're great. Uh, I I don't know anything about them. I don't really, I haven't seen them. I saw the third one in theaters. I literally went to go see it on Thursday. That's funny. So then it got all pumped up and then you can Uh, play for it um so the john wick update is in the game and i will say the the mode so you get the skin so if you're familiar with john wick you get the the cool suit like the black suit of john wick but if you're playing the mode now the mode is basically you're trying to hunt other players so if you and i are playing and we're on opposing teams let's say and i get i kill you i get coins from you so now my coin stash is building up building up if i get to a certain point a little marker will pop up on my name on the map that I'm either in third place, second place, or first place for most coins in my possession. Mm -hmm. Other players now can see third, second, and first, and now they're literally trying to hunt you. Um, And it's basically last man standing, but whoever gets the money first. So it's one or the other, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to accumulate 500 coins. Now, I will say when I was playing this, and this recently changed, but when I first started playing it, it was four-person squads. It is now two-person duos, which is is great. That could be fun. Um, it's extremely difficult to get in the first place because you get close, and then now you literally have a target on your back, and whoever's left in the game is hunting you. Yeah. And the chance of you surviving when maybe there's 20 other people slim to none if you're in first place (laughs) you have to be all kinds of amazing to be able to outlast every single person yeah i've been i've been playing it uh, a lot and when we'll talk about what you've been playing but this is this is what i've been playing a lot of i play some other games but i super like it they did go and change it to duo today and 300 coins because Mm -hmm. previously you got four coins and you get two coins now john wick it's kind of an it's not an assassin movie, but people are kind of assassins. They get hired to do jobs. Uh, now, John Wick, um, something happens to him. I'm not going to spoil the, the three movies, uh, but he just goes on a rampage. And it's the perfect movie for Keanu Reeves because he doesn't have to talk at all. It's, just part, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for everyone involved. It's a great, great trilogy. I'd highly recommend it. Uh, now, the thing with the coins is that these people, they get coins and they can kind of it's like this high society type of thing, but the coins okay. are very important. So they play a, a central role to the to the movie. And in John Wick three, everybody is after John Wick. Mm. Uh, they he's like the number one. It's like a sixteen million dollar contract is taken out against him. So every single assassin is trying to go after him. He's got to take down everyone. So this mode fits the movie spot on. That's awesome. And and and. I'm I this is the best mode. Make this the game. This is the best. This is the best. I love it. I, you know, honestly, with Fortnite, what I because when I play Fortnite, either I'm trying to do my challenges or I'm playing the team battle where you're like mm. just whoever gets the most kills, that's yeah. wins. Like you respawning and you're dropping back in. 
I love these modes. Just keep the modes. I don't even I care it. anymore about the like the the last person Rumble, standing. Yeah. I don't care about the actual battle royales. I don't, I don't even want to play that mode anymore. Like keep it for the people that that really means something. But it's all of these other gameplay modes that to me are the most fun. Like so they're good. just fun. I I really enjoy it. Um, it's so so hard. I, I came in. I, I, I can't I, get the first. I can't do it. Well, we're gonna go right after this before we watch Game of Thrones and. Uh, I will say I've been playing solo. Yesterday I was playing solo in squads because I play no fill and I came in second place. So, That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. I, tw- That's I really tweeted good. it out. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's super duper good. By the time you listen to this, the event's over, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I've accomplished everything in John Week. I got the coin for the back. Yep. I just don't have the win, and then that's what win. I want. That's all I need. So. Uh, all right, so let's get into best sellers this week. So this this shook up quite a bit, actually, I think, because mm-hmm. of a lot of sales happening. So the top 10, every week we run down it, and in the number one spot this week is Minecraft, because 33% off, followed by Cuphead, The Way Remastered, and then a sneaky, which came out, Castlevania Anniversary Collection is in the fourth mm-hmm. spot, followed by Castle of Heart, and 90% off. I think that's why it jumped so much. Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, 50% off right now. And then Saints Row the Third, followed by Stardew Valley, Steam World Dig, which also is on sale, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate rounding out the top 10. Now, nice. in addition to the top 10, we also like to just give a special shout out to the new games that maybe didn't hit that top 10, but they're still in the top 30. And Right at the number 11 spot, so close already, is Super Mario Maker 2, which is pre-purchase, For the King, 19th spot, and Shakedown Hawaii in the 21st spot. Now, I'm curious, too, because I think we've mentioned these as new releases before, and I and I think Nintendo has bumped up their, like, what they consider new, because like it used to weeks. be like a week, and now it's like I think weeks. two weeks is new. So in case anybody's wondering, these were because uh, I know for the King's been out for a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's our top top 30. That's good. Yeah, we whatever. If it says new, then it, then it's on there. But it's fun to also track because Shakedown uh, Hawaii was 20th last last time. So kind of. Yeah. Remember, we were tracking Mortal Kombat. And it was like, oh, it dropped like uh, a rock. Now, I will say uh, some sneaky releases as we talk about the new releases. Castlevania Anniversary Collection did come out. It's a kind of a great little bundle for $20. Yeah. Uh, Konami celebrating their 50th anniversary. So congratulations to Konami. And this is going to be all of your Castlevania goodness on your Switch. It's Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, Super Castlevania 4, Castlevania The Adventure, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania Bloodlines, Kid Dracula, which has never been released in English before, and (laughs) the history of Castlevania, Book of the Crescent Moon. Hmm. so pretty cool bunch of yeah. good stuff it doesn't have my favorite castlevania games but if you like castlevania these are the classics i would say mm-hmm. um and now there's some new games coming out in fact a lot of games coming out this week into your favorite GameStop or best buy that you can pick up in physical or digital form you can buy either of them but we'll just say hey if you're in the store we like to tell you what you can buy on the 21st um, for $40, you're going to have the Assassin's Cred 3 Remastered Edition. Um, this is going to include all of the DLC. Uh, the uh, This is the American Revolution one, uh, and it has new touchscreen controls and motion controls. I just talk about that now because I don't really care about it because I don't really like Assassin's Creed that much. But um, it's the third one, and they're on the, what, the 28th one at this point? Yeah, there's quite so, a few. 
Which one's the good one? Is this a good one? It's got to be a good one. Uh, this one's the least favorite of actually a lot of people. Three. I don't know why a lot of people were like, why did you put this one on there? But yeah, yeah a lot of people don't like three. I, yeah. I personally didn't have a problem with three. Uh, two, I think, is pretty universally liked. Black Flag is pretty well liked. That's, That's a, a pyro one. one, right? That's yep. a pyro one. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Nintendo. They, yeah. I guess this will probably wouldn't be Nintendo, but yeah. 40 bucks if you want it. It's got all the stuff. Uh, the next one coming out for $40, TT Isle of Man, the Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge, which is a motocross game uh, where you go around the Isle of Man. Uh, that's a country. Uh, uh, Broken Sword 5 for $40. The Serpent's Curse is coming out. This War of Mine Complete Edition for $40. Uh, one that's on my list we'll talk about, Team Sonic Racing for $40. It's pretty cool. And it is the week of Resident Evil. Only some digital and some physical. It's kind of weird. You can pick up Resident Evil Zero by itself. I don't know why you would um, for thirty dollars, uh, or Resident Evil Origins for sixty, which is Resident Evil and Resident Evil Zero, both not great games. Uh, at the time, Resident Evil great game. Now, not so much. Uh, and then for also for sixty dollars, Atlier Lula. Uh, which is the fourth game in the series. It's a JRPG, the Scion of Arland for $60. Like I said, it's a lot of games hit the store shelves. Games. A lot of games. And now, like you had said, Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Origins Collection, physical, Resident Evil Digital, and it's coming out on the 21st for $30, and then Resident Evil 4. So, I mean, you're kind of getting a spread here. I, they don't go in order. I don't know why. They're just putting whatever they want. Where's there. Resident Evil 2? Where's that one? Yeah, where's, 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 where's three? going on here? Where's 3? Where's 2? Where's uh, 5? So, oh. Resident Evil 4 is going to be coming out. That's $30. That's also on the 21st. On the 22nd, we get Gunlord X for $10. Then The Last Door, Complete Edition, for $15. On the 23rd, we get Wonder Boy Returns Remix for $15. Star Sky for 5 but it's actually going to be 50% off then heroin anthem zero episode one for 13 dollars on sale for 11.70 american fugitive for 20 dollars and then on the 24th we get skelly cellist for 10 dollars and then back in 1995 for 10 dollars so we're gonna go back to the top you got some checks on here what what are you excited for well, I am excited for that Castlevania anniversary collection. Like I said, that's cool. I know it's already mm -hmm. out, but I know you had to check on that too. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember I had a lot of like a lot of fun playing some of the older Castlevania games. There's a lot of nostalgia there for me. Um, $20, I don't know if I care enough right now. I'll wait till yeah. that goes on a sale at some point. But it gave, it, it's the one check, so it's on the wish list. I also put on Team Sonic Racing. It's been getting some really good reviews. Uh, I wanted to mention this. It's got 12-player online, which I thought was really... Uh, cool. It's you know it's kind of that alternative to Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of different classes of characters. It's very similar to Mario Kart, the sliding, the things like that, the the power ups. Uh, if you like you know Sonic, there you go, Bingo Bango. It's been getting good reviews, so I wanted to point that out. Sure. Um, well, uh, the Gunlord X. I want to talk about this game. Uh, this game uh, originally Gunlord was on the Neo Geo and the Dreamcast, and it is a 2D crazy fast-paced shooter platformer game this went through a kickstarter project to be re-released originally on the wii u and of course that didn't go so well so they moved on to the switch but uh this game in its heyday had really great sort of um reviews at the time and in gunlord x it's been completely remastered they uh added 
uh, 60 frames per second in docked and undocked mode, which is kind of bananas. They have crazy new background, para parallax scrolling effects. Um, they have new game modes for speed runners. They have a new 16 by nine widescreen. They have uh, auto saving level level progression. Um, uh, four new boss enemies to be played. You can enlarge levels, uh, offering like different um, other enlarged levels, which have new secrets and challenges. So it's not just a remake, sort of like a V2 in a way. Mm. Um, tunes of new wep weapons that have been rebalanced, uh, fully customizable controls. They've improved the difficulty curves for people that are kind of onboarding the different difficulties. Uh, they improve the controls, all sorts of different things. Uh, they also, um, uh, since the, the game platforms are rooted in a, a twin stick, they now have a way to do twin stick, and they added HD rumble support. It's from NG Dev, uh, who's the dev behind it, who apparently got the rights to the the game and brought it over. So ten bucks, uh, the game does look pretty cool, but had a cool background to it. And I thought, figure, why not talk yeah, about that? Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, now, of the Resident Evils, I'm excited for Resident Evil 4. I put 5 billion check marks by it. I'm very excited about it. No? That's, I, uh, here's my problem with these games, right? And I, we talked about it a little bit before we recorded, but I, I just, I've played them. I, I don't have, I don't, for, for me, I don't feel a need to, even though it's on Switch and it's portable, I just, there's so many other games, like $30, I could put that towards maybe two new indies. I could put that towards some other stuff that's coming out. I just don't, I don't, I just don't have a need to go back to the Resident Evil games when I've already played them before. But it's Resident Evil 4. It's the best one ever created. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, good. It's good. It is. It's a good game. And if nobody's ever, if you have not played it, by That's all means, this is a, that it's, you got to play it, yeah. but I've already played it. All right. There you go. All right. I put also a uh, wonder boy remix on here. It's kind of a classic old school remake remasters from Hudson soft sort of, uh, sort of, well, it's a, it sort of looks like adventure Island. This came out on the master system and Sega Genesis had a bunch of remakes. Uh, it was also called months monster world, uh, originally, so it looked pretty cool, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Um, there's been other games like Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom that have come out. This is sort of a remake of the classic. Uh, I also put finally Skelly Celeste, which uh, looks like a really cool game uh, that is sort of a sort of a, a twin stick runner craziness score attack mm -hmm. slash dash run. Except for the problem is it's ten dollars, but it's five dollars on Steam. So you know I'm not going to pay that tax. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Wait till it goes. On. So one check, it's a wish list. You wait yeah. till it goes on sale. Now the only other thing other than Castlevania, I was looking into it. The, this list for me uh, this week was kind of, bleh. but if you're a fan of GTA, the classic one and two, the mm -hmm. top down GTA games, American Fugitive for twenty dollars. Again, one checklist. Wait till it goes on sale for me. But it looks like those games essentially you're a criminal that was falsely accused of a crime you break out of jail and it's your job to figure out like who really did it and get your revenge basically mm. it's it you, you can still kind of be a criminal so you can still steal cars and rob houses and all that kind of stuff get weapons and it's that top down look except kind of beautiful you know mm. from the stills and from the trailer it looks really really well done so if you're a fan of those classic gta games this may just be something that still appeals to you as well and the more i looked into it, the more i read about it it just kind of looks really interesting so i'm keeping it on the radar uh and it's on the wish list we'll see when the price drops on that i might have to pick that one up nice well, yeah. before we move on to um, some of the stuff that we're playing, let's get into some listener mail. I love uh, it. 
over on our Discord, Tiku asked, should they sell their version of Metroid Prime Trilogy? They believe that it will be announced for the Nintendo Switch and that if they don't sell it now, it's going to lose all of its value. What should they do, Michael? What should happen? What should they do? I mean, in my opinion, if you are a collector and that's your jam, just hold on to it, right? Like, I, I, I don't. I don't know if honestly it coming out in the Switch would drive down the price of the one you already have. I just think it's a different for it's a different console. It's a different thing. So I don't know. I would hold on to it, but that's just my opinion. I love to hoard everything, all my games. So I'm a game hoarder. And my buddy was getting rid of a bunch of GameCube and Wii games. I said, bring them over. I want them all. Just bring them yeah. all to me. Uh, now, yeah. I, I, I know the thing is, do you need the money? Because if you need the money then you should probably sell the game. That's a good point. Um, yep. And you have to be comfortable saying, well, I'll probably never get this back. So it'd be way more expensive because just like you're kind of saying, like even if you sell it now and the game comes out five years from now, that game is going to be harder to find in general. And yeah. I, I don't I don't know if digital releases take away 100% from, from it. So uh, I don't know. It, it's up to you if you need the money. But if you don't need the money, then hold on to it, I guess. That's what I would do. That's a do. good point, too, because we don't know. I mean, we would assume there's going to be a physical release for it if it's coming out on the Switch, but we don't know. It could be just yeah. a digital only. And then really, that's not going to affect the value at all because no. collectors want physical. So yeah. if you're not up for hard up for the cash, I would just say hold on to it. It's it's a great trilogy and, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be worth it to you. But if you're only doing it for the money, you need some extra spending cash. Yeah, get rid of it. So that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Ah, well, we already talked all about Fortnite, so I don't think we need to get into it. But um, I've been playing some Tetris 99 because this weekend was the Tetris 99 thingy where you can get the original Game Boy thing. And this was cool because you get into this special mode where you're getting different uh, points. You're trying to get 100 points. And if you level and you get like, you know, uh, into the top 50, you get like five points and you get a 10 points, you get, a, you know, 30 points or whatever, 100 points if you win, uh, you get the theme. So it's a brand new theme. Normally there's this classic Tetris theme, but this is the original Game Boy gray, blue scale, green nice. scale. And you play like this weekend. That's how you play the game. That's cool. And uh, so you get to experience it and the blocks are all the same. So everybody's playing in the new mode. And then at the end of the week, uh, if you've unlocked it, you can switch b b between it, which is really cool. So uh, even if I didn't earn it, I can still play in that just to see it. To, right now, but That's until cool. the That's weekend's cool. over. Uh, and I sat down and I played for maybe an hour and I, and, I, and, I, and I unlocked it. I was doing very well. I did, I played about 10 matches and five of them I was in the top um, five. So Wow. I, pro, pro move just move it to attackers that's all you got to do just move it to really attackers. just that's it. Oh, right from the beginning the go attackers time. and just ride it out yeah i this weekend i hit my top which was second place uh, ever i never oh, won one so close yeah that one got me like 30 points and the other ones give you 10 so but i sat down for an hour played a bunch of tetris unlocked it and uh yeah it was it was it they need to do more of this because i would pl i would play for an hour just to unlock this thing every single time it was a lot yeah. of fun that's um, cool. Yeah. That would add value too. That's kind of like bringing in that Fortnite aspect where things yeah. are changing, things are evolving. Why not do it? You, it keeps you coming back for more. Yeah, I'm into it. So that was basically it. I will talk about the other game that I played a little bit more of, but you bought it. So I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, I did. So 
we had discussed Blazing Beaks uh, last week. You were selling me on it. It sounded like a lot of fun. It, you know, all of the, but you were saying the sale's over. I wouldn't really, I probably wouldn't go full price for it. Okay, I'll keep an eye on it. Well, after we got off the stream, I decided to look it up. It was still on sale. So I got it for like the $7 or whatever it nice. was. And I fired it up. We started playing some Blazing Beaks. I played on normal. And I went right to platypus because you were saying that it's the hardest, the platypus. So yeah. if you if you're not familiar with blazing beaks, essentially it's a shmup. You're just you know walking around dual sticks, shooting with one, directing your guy with the other. Very very like things are happening all around you. Each map, I guess I would call it. So you have like level one or map one or world one, level mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, however you want to say it. And then you get to a boss. You have to beat the boss. So the problem is you have a, a, a variety of ducks that you can play or birds, I should say, birds. that you can play as. And each bird kind of has like a benefit and a weakness, right? Like has a has a strength and a weakness. So maybe you're playing as a mallard and it has five hit points, but its weapon is kind of garbage. Or you're playing as a platypus who has two hit points, but his gun is actually pretty decent. Um, and none of the guns are just like you're just going to like run people over because the platypus may have a, a strong weapon, but it's a sort of slow. So you have to kind of time it just right so that you're not, you know, sitting wait, trying to shoot somebody and then you're out of bullets or whatever happens. Um, I did it for a few rounds. I got through the first boss with the platypus on normal. Took a while. Mm. Got into the second level just decimated like new characters there's new enemies so you're you're, you have to keep familiarizing yourself with like okay how do they shoot what's their attack like the bull in the second level just charges you so Mm -hmm. i just got destroyed but then i realized oh he once he starts running that's his direction you just just dodge like you're you'll be fine um I think what I'm going to do is play it on easy and with the easiest character and just try to get through the whole game and unlock whatever I can unlock. Mm. Because what happens is it's a roguelike. So you play, you 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 struggle to get to the second level, second world, and then you die, you have to start all over. And I could see myself just getting frustrated more than having enjoyment with that if you're just like just trying to get stuff. Because you do unlock other birds. And I think there's other things you can get where I don't want to get frustrated and just be kind of like, wow, I really kicked butt. I only made it to, th- I don't even know how many levels there are, how many worlds are there's five worlds. So you're expected then in theory to get through all of it, beat the game in one run. Yes. Like you can't save it. You can't no. nothing. Yes. So I, I, I want to play through it on easy and just kind of do it. And then it's speed run after that. It seems like you're just trying to, Otherwise, you could be playing it careful and be at it for five hours, like trying to get through the game. And I did notice that as you're playing through different levels in a world, sometimes another doorway will open up, which directly brings you to the boss. So you may only play once or twice two different world uh, levels and go right to the boss of that world. So you can kind of like leapfrog if you decide to. But then you also weigh the bat like am i missing out on a power up that would make yeah. that boss battle easier i it's don't true. know it's true so it, it is very fun it's very very cool i like the style of it a lot i like the different uh birds and figuring out what you know is the stronger bird to to use in the wet like the weapons i don't know what any of them do there's no comparison no. to see if you're picking a good one so i'll pick no. one and then it's just like 
this thing is a turd and now you're stuck with it <laughs> and then that's it you might as well just start over because now yeah. you've got some crappy gun yeah so yeah it's tough it's you got to really figure it out it's kind of like a, a game of memory right yeah like you it flip is a card yeah okay i know what that card is now flip yep. it back oh that's the it wrong is. one it, that's and that's sort of the the problem i have with this you have to remember all the the negatives and the, the positives are all good but you have to I remember just pick all, up everything though that's a mistake I, I pick it all up. No. I, I load up my weakness. Like I'll have five. No. I am just just dying. If, if no, anything no, goes no, wrong, gosh. I lose it all. But then I also get a bigger pass. So if anybody doesn't know, if you didn't hear last week, bad guys drop different things. And in most cases, those things are basically just there to make your day bad. So yeah. you pick them up and it's like, well, now if you don't get a coin, they all explode and the game's over. Oh, well, okay. there's one. So I, there's one that like if you pick it up and then you pick up a coin, you die. Like, but you wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I haven't got that one yet. I haven't got that, that one exists. yet. So that I exists. That exists. I have to keep an eye. Okay, I have to keep an eye out for that one then. A blazing because, beak, more like exploding beak, because you're yeah. dead. You're and dead. the problem is everything's like happening around you. So you either, which I don't. At first, I was just running and picking them up because I'm yeah. like, I don't want it to go away. But I don't think those drops disappear like the hearts and the coins do no they don't because afterwards if you do clear the level you have like a moment to breathe and you can go up and read what that actually does and yeah but i pick it all i pick it all up (laughs) i'm just powering through me and platypus with two life oh gosh all right well good luck Uh, i did play (laughs) I, i i played a little bit more and i'm still struggling to get past world two so uh it's hard it's not and i play on easy so it's it's not it's not what do, what bird is your favorite? Chicken, chicken plays chicken. Chicken is the one. That's I like the, the chicken. The, I, how I many have you unlocked? None. Because I haven't got I haven't gotten past world but two. But you, you unlocked penguin, the ice no. the, the ice gun, right? No, I I because uh, you yeah. don't get that by default. That oh. is your first unlock. Is the oh, penguin? I must have got it then. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah, there you go. Well, I got that one, penguin. So I, I don't know how to unlock any others. So maybe we, I don't know. I know there's other birds. I just don't know how to get I, them. I want to play it multiplayer because I think that'd be a lot of fun, but it's not online. Cool. So there you go. That, yeah. Well, All right. You have it. Okay. Anything else you've been playing? Nope. Just uh, like we mentioned, Fortnite and my time at Porsche and Blazing Beaks. Yep. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Fortnite, Touch 99, Blazing Beaks. That's it. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. Thank you so much, everyone that joined us uh, live. We record this live on Sundays or, and or Mondays. We tweet it out at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Dispatch. You can follow us. You'll get notified. You can also just write to us. Send us your email. Tell us what you think about the vouchers or anything else you're playing from NintendoDispatch.com or follow us on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Till next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.